Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar out there. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. Joining me today is Landon McCool. You can check him out on the uh, Best Coast Boys podcast. You can also follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much. It's uh, It's been a while, right? Like Since we regularly have been in yeah. the uh, studio talking to each other again, it feels like it's been a couple weeks, so... Uh, excited to kind of get back into the swing of things as we head into the unknown of the offseason, that kind of uh, unmapped wilderness that we're about to head into. And we'll find out exactly yeah. how how normal or abnormal this, this offseason is going to be. Yeah, I mean, technically we have, if, if everything goes as planned, uh, less than two months until the Cowboys kick off training camp, which is kind of insane how fast you know things are coming along. But um, to get you prepared for the 2020 season and training camp and preseason, we're going to start our position previews, going position by position uh, each show to talk about what we expect from the upcoming uh, groups. Uh, we're going to start with quarterback, and before we even get into the players, let's talk about who's going to be in that room coaching these players uh, it start, starts up talk with with Mike McCarthy, one of the best quarterback minds in the NFL. Uh, you will also have Kellen Moore in there as the offensive coordinator and the play caller. Uh, and then Doug Nussmeyer, who was a tight ends coach last year for the Cowboys. He is going to be uh, in there as well as the new quarterback coach. First of all, Landon, that's a pretty talented uh, staff right there working with Dak Prescott and the rest of these guys, right? Uh, sorry, I don't think that there's a, a lack of talent or a lack of minds that are that are in that room, uh, you know, kind of helping Dak dissect what's what's going on, helping him learn the offense. You know, I mean, I think that that's been a thing too. Uh, you know, I, I, I feel like we've had a lot of talent at different points. You know, in this quarterback rooms, it feels like there's never been a, a lack of coaching in there you know I, I think it's right, it's interesting right. to get different voices in there but you know even last year like Kitna and Garrett and you know there's Lesmeyer was already a, a, a you know, he's a tight ends coach but he has obviously quarterback coaching experience as yeah. well more more quarterback quarterback coaching than uh than tight end coaching so yeah I just I, I think that there's never been a lack of 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 good voices in this room for the, these last few years uh, I think uh, Dak has been really blessed in that way, but I, I do think that you go back to uh, uh, you know maybe his rookie year to to kind of find a group of of guys like this. I mean McCarthy being the guru he is, and you know again we, we'll add in Andy Dalton, you know as a guy who uh, just another voice who's been experienced in the sure. league, has seen it all, and has, st- has been a, a multi year starter, has been to the playoffs as a starter, and you know so I, I think. Having all of that experience around Dak is is nothing but helpful, and especially when you're kind of looking into a potential shortened season combined with a uh, you know I mean things will mostly stay the same under Kellen Moore, but I I, I imagine there will be some changes in the offense, so uh, it'll be good to have a lot of experienced voices around to kind of help ease that transition for Dak. Right, and I like how there's guys from you know different age brackets and backgrounds. Right, you got Mike McCarthy who has worked with Aaron Rodgers and uh, some other really good quarterbacks and uh, has been around a while. Kellen Moore is obviously a younger guy that is 
you know, that Dak Prescott trusts. Uh, Doug Nissemeyer has, has seen a lot, too, as a tight ends coach. He can kind of, you know, help Prescott with, you know, a lot of the game planning and that kind of stuff. Uh, so just all in all, probably the most talented room that we've seen the Cowboys have in a, a long time. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Dak Prescott entering year five. It's crazy that we're already this far into his career, uh, but we've seen every season him get progressively better. Um, entering 2020, what would you like to see Prescott improve on? Is there one spot of his game do you think he's going to you know work on to get better at? Do you think it's just becoming better with you know all, in all phases? Is it footwork? What do you anticipate uh, Prescott trying to improve on this season? You know, I mean, I think that when you look at the way he started games at times, I feel like you could find a way to maybe get him to kind of get into game action a little quicker. It feels like there's been a couple different games where it's kind of taken him a while to get into the rhythm of, of the game. And, 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 you know, I don't know if that's something that they can adjust a little bit and, and, and maybe kind of help him feel more comfortable in the early part of the games and less, you know, hot. I feel like that's what he kind of comes into the game hot a lot of times and, has to ease in. I think that could be something where we could find a, a little bit, you know, better improvement. I mean, I also like. Uh, I also think that you look at uh, the way the games have been. Um, we're called at different points uh, at the season, depending on the opponent. You know, I think we saw that maybe Garrett uh, made for a little bit more of a conservative game plan. Uh, when they're on the road and, and or when they're facing more difficult opponents, I'd like to see for Dak to uh, you know kind of take more control over helping dictate game plans, you know, and helping be a part of I game agree, planning yeah. and, and feeling more comfortable with that. Because I know that he would not necessarily feel comfortable, you know, kind of running that game plan. I know that he would rather attack. So I'd like to see him get a little bit more input and have even a little bit cleaner conversation with between him and the head coach about you know the the kind of mentality that they have offensively going into uh, any given game yeah I would agree I, I think that's a a good way to to frame it. I, I just think Prescott's one of these guys that's um just gets better every year and I think it's one of his best traits he's just um he's just is always a, a guy that knows how to improve his game a lot like Romo that way you know Romo was one of these quarterbacks who um you know always uh, worked on one thing over the summer and ended up becoming a better quarterback. So uh, I'm excited to see what Tony Roma, or excuse me, what Dak Prescott looks like in 2020. Uh, let's take a break. We'll talk about the guys behind Dak Prescott. Just wanted to remind you guys that today's episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar that you will ever have. I can promise you that. It's hard to even explain just how good Built Bars are. Uh, I tried the peanut butter one the other day and was just blown away by how good it was. Did not taste like a protein bar at all. I swear that you're eating a candy bar, and that's just how good it is. Uh, the best part about Built Bar is they're fantastic for you. They have an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There's no crazy additives. If you want to experience a Built Bar, and I highly, highly recommend that you do, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Landon, the Cowboys signed Andy Dalton, I believe, was it earlier this month? I, I can't even keep track anymore. Um, Who keeps I, track of that yeah. stuff anymore? We uh, we talked about this um, you know, a couple weeks ago. We love the move, but how do you feel about Dalton as the backup behind Dak Prescott? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I still think it's it's a fantastic move. I mean, you get a guy who uh, you know has skins on the wall in the NFL, and, and, and I mean, and you know was a starter for multiple years. I mean, this isn't a case where the guy was there for you know two or three years and couldn't cut it. Like there was a long stretch of period of time when they thought Dalton was going to be their guy, and and you know he took him to the playoffs at different points, and you know I just think that he's. Uh, he's got a level of experience that you see in a backup that is kind of rare. You know, you don't usually backups, especially nowadays, they kind of are career backups. They, they do that job almost professionally, you know? And, and so when you get these guys who are, you know, just kind of at the, that point of their career when, you know, the, the, the teams that invested in them originally are, are kind of trying to move on or, uh, they've reached that point in their career when it's time to find a new spot. Uh, we're in we're in a very weird spot where the the quarterback carousel is actually got seats filled, and so a guy like Andy Dalton kind of slips through the cracks to a certain right. degree and, and right. ends up you know signing a backup quarterback deal when you know Andy Dalton is not you know, the top ten quarterback. I don't think anyone's saying that, but I I think that. I definitely thought he would end up being a starter next year when I when you know I, when it became clear that he was going to be let go. Uh, so the fact that the Cowboys were able to get him even on a one year deal as a backup, it gives you uh, like a better version of Mark Sanchez to be in Dak's ear. And I think you know Dak really agree, got yeah. really got a lot out of having that kind of you know older vet quarterback who isn't a threat to his spot. Uh, you know to, to to kind of be a confidant in. And I think that that is something that. Dak hopefully is going to get a lot out of this year, uh, and and Dalton, Dalton's role will be varied. You know, it'll be everything from you know the extra coach on the sideline, extra coach in the film room, uh, a confidant, a player confidant for a team, but also you know a uh, a a blankie. If something should happen to, to Dak and he should miss you know some uh, a little bit sure, of time, yeah. you feel confident with with Dalton, you know, up to two or three games even coming in and, and starting if if you have to and just that he's not going to wreck this offense and 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 completely take it back down to scratch. He's going to be able to come in and and not get, you know, fooled by what he see, not get nervous. He's seen it all before and and that kind of experience. I mean, you go back to Kyle Orton or John Kitna. That's that's the he's kind a of experience. Than those guys. A way better yeah, yeah, too. way better, way better, way better. And, and, and but I mean, but even then like just to kind of talk about the value of those those types of players who have seen it, you know, and that they can come in and they're not going to get flummoxed by what they're seeing and then on top of that and like you said Andy Dalton's a better player than those guys so so I think you're going to get not not only the kind of unflummoxability of a, of a veteran backup quarterback but you'll also get decent play I mean considering that you're playing with a backup quarterback absolutely um and we talked about this on the the previous podcast is we think Dalton's the way that he's going to help the team the most obviously you know with helping Prescott prepare for games and stuff is by helping the younger players at tight end and wide receiver and running back, giving them a competent quarterback. So when we're in training camp and we're in the preseason, uh, you get a better chance to evaluate these guys. And we've we've said this time and time again. I don't know how many practices and preseason games have been ruined uh, because they the, the quarterbacks just haven't been good enough. I mean, even Mike White, uh, who the team spent a fifth-round pick on, was just never good enough to, to help really yet let some of these young receivers and tight ends develop. So now that you get a proven quarterback like Dalton in there who can throw on time and with anticipation and accuracy, I, I think that's going to dramatically help 
uh, the down the roster running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends, and even really? offensive lines. Because I think I mean I think you you yeah. sometimes you had some statues in the quarterback uh, Mike White who you know didn't really help some of these offensive linemen out. So I I think that's really where you're going to see the value. Um, one more thing, real, real quick. One more yeah, thing. Sure. The different. The, one more thing along those lines. You know, in practice, not only are you going to get better reps, but I think the other thing is that you you get a guy who, after the rep is done, is a vet guy, has been in the league, he knows how it's supposed to look. He can also be the guy that can grab those second and third team wide receivers or running backs and say, hey, hey, this is what you did wrong here. here here's where, you know what I'm saying? Like, having that yep. guy as your quarterback... Uh, it, it also just kind of helps develop some of the down roster guys who maybe don't get the attention as much as uh, uh, guys that Dak's talking to, you know, guys that the other coaches are talking to. It's just another guy there on the field who can help correct, you know, rookie mistakes and help, you know, show the younger guys what it's supposed to look like. Absolutely. So let's keep moving down the depth chart. Um, if we're using our lives a depth chart, actually, it's not Ben Denucci who is the third quarterback right now. It's Clayton Thorson, who the team gave a futures contract to um, uh, this year. Uh, he was somebody I believe they picked up last year at sometime during the 2019 season. Uh, Thorson was an interesting prospect coming out of Northwestern. Uh, he was drafted by the, the Eagles. Uh, I believe it was in the fifth round. Uh, yeah, Cowboys actually picked up Thorson on the practice squad uh, early on in September. Um, 6'4", 225, played a ton at Northwestern, a four-year starter. Um, pretty good athlete, probably the best athlete they have outside of Dak Prescott. Any expectations for Thorson? Is this going to be Ben DiNucci's job uh, at the third spot? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a hard time feeling that it's it's not going to be Ben DiNucci's job unless Thorson really just blows him away. I mean, I think the, the Eagles really thought highly of him and, and enough to at least draft him. And, um but I mean, clearly they're just drafting quarterbacks like crazy. They're just so sick sure. of the current one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, I, I think nice little shade I, there to the Eagles, locked on Eagles. There you go. Come get there us. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, you know, they. I think it's. It seems like the quarterback death chart is pretty well set. I mean, I agree. But I, I do think that Thorson has some talent here, and would it be outside the realm of possibility that he had a fantastic training camp and and made Ben DiNucci expendable? No, Maybe but I, I think I think that it's I think it's much more likely that the tie is going to go to the guy that we drafted, and that will likely be end up being Ben DiNucci. Yeah, the tie will probably go to the guy that Mike McCarthy has known for a while, right? And that's yeah. actually not Thorson. It's uh, it's Ben DiNucci. But hey, if Thorson plays really well in training camp and preseason. Maybe you flip him for a sixth or seventh round pick to a team that needs a backup quarterback. We see that happen all the time, right? I I think of Josh Dobbs last year for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who pretty awful in training camp and preseason, uh, but because he was a fourth round pick, Pittsburgh was able to flip him to Jacksonville for a, for a fifth round selection. So Thorson, uh, obviously a pretty good athlete. If he can play well in training camp in the preseason, maybe he finds a job somewhere else. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Ben DiNucci because... Uh, when the Cowboys drafted him uh, in the seventh round of the 2020 draft, I thought for sure this was a made-up player. I've never heard of Ben DiNucci ever. Um, but the more you dig and the more you study, uh, there's a lot of traits about DiNucci that they get excited about. This is somebody who uh, has some Pittsburgh ties, who I believe was coached by Mike McCarthy's brother, if I remember correctly, playing uh, baseball. 
Uh, basketball. So, basketball, it, yeah. yeah. So the family knows him well. Basketball. Yeah. Yeah, seventh grade basketball coach. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. When you watch the film, I don't want to say Tony Romo because that's that's ridiculous comparison, but some of the same movement and moxie skills that makes you think – Maybe he can hang around in the NFL as a while a while as a backup. But uh, what are you expecting from Ben DiNucci in 2020? You know, it's funny. I, I think we all view it through the eyes of our own player that we think of on that spectrum. But to me, yeah, yeah I mean, Romo makes sense just because, uh, you know, he's a guy who will find a way to hang in the pocket and, and he's always keeping his eyes downfield. And, yeah. and I think that that's where the, the Romo-esque part of it is. is you watch him uh, you know, navigate a, a kind of crowded pocket at times, step up, step around, and then deliver a throw down the field to uh, wide receivers. That's the Romo side of it that I think we're seeing. Uh, but, I mean, if you're th- looking at it from the, the eyes of someone who was playing at Pittsburgh, I, I mean, he's not anywhere near, near the same size. Right, mm. but but Ben Roethlisberger, you know, a little I bit. Mean, yeah, you can see that. Yeah, the same sort of thing. It's like it's he's a uh, he's big. He's not that. He's not Ben Roethlisberger big, but he's you know he's six three plus, and you know he he, he tall stand tall in the pocket. He wants to get the ball down the field. I, I, I mm-hmm. think it's a, a similar kind of spectrum. Is this is a guy who is not going to be Mike White? You know, like I think he's going to be. If anything, he's going to you know he's going to let he's, it fly. You know, yeah, like yeah. he's gonna, he's gonna he's get gonna, outside the pocket too. So he he's not gonna just stand in there. He's gonna try to make something happen. Yeah, and I think that that's you know that's the that's that's the that's a hard thing to teach quarterbacks. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that that's something that you you have to find a guy that has that ability already, and then try to coach around it a little bit. And I think that's you know what, what the deal is with Romo is you have this raw tool of a guy who has the you know that that kind of pirate mentality of I'm gonna steal it from you. I'm going to take it down the field. I don't care how bold it is. I'm going down the field. And then you find a way to kind of rein that in to a point where it's a, it's safe enough to put into a game, and then you go, right? Because you yep. need guys yep. who are going to attack down the field. I, I, I like that they are going with erring, erring on the side of that and then think hoping that they can work the rest of it out of his game uh, as opposed to the other, other route because I just don't know that you can teach a safe, uh, you know, uh, dink and dunk quarterback to start right. to try to attack down the field. That's that's a mentality that I don't know can be coached into you. See Derek Carr, perfect example. Yeah, Somebody exactly. Who has a dink and dunk mentality, but just doesn't have the aggressiveness to throw the ball down the field. Um, so let's talk about the goal here for Danucci, right? The, the hope for the Cowboys is to let him be the third quarterback, whether that's on the active roster or the practice squad develop him and hopefully by the 2021 season probably maybe even 2022 to have him be the backup to Prescott right so that way you have two to three years of really really cheap quarterback play behind Prescott that is that is the goal is that something that you think is achievable Landon yeah absolutely I, I mean I think that the you know the the Andy Dalton thing kind of just fell in their lap you know oh, so yeah it's perfect so I think for them they they have a guy that that's going to be their backup for sure this year. Uh, Danucci's going to be the down roster developmental guy, sit on the bench, watch, you know, you know, get get ready for a, year, a couple of years down the road, and then next year, you know, Andy Dalton likely is going to go someplace else and and do 
become a starter somewhere, you hope. Or at least compete for a job. Probably be a part of a competition, right? Like, I can certainly see him following the, like, the Nick Foles path that he, you know, of this year, right? Yeah, he gets, he gets, uh, he gets picked up by a team that's looking for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields next year, right? And, and he's the guy that, that is the early competition for one of those young quarterbacks who eventually, you know, will probably lose their job to, sure. you know, the next young stud in the NFL. I, I think that you you hope to get a comp pick for him. And then next year, you see what you've got in Danucci. It may be a year too early for him to be, you know, ready to be the backup quarterback after one season. But I, you, 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 maybe you get one more, uh, uh, you know, rental from, from sure. uh, uh, of the vet group. And then the, the following season, you've got a guy that you think you can either – Work in as your as your backup quarterback, or maybe at that point you've shown enough in some preseason games that maybe you can get a, a trade for him or something before his rookie contract is done, sure. and sure. then you start the whole process over again with another guy coming out of the draft and, and see how it works. So, uh, yeah, you just you just get these guys in the building, you develop them. They have val- such incredible value that if you can actually hit on one, it's so it's like it's such it's such incredible capital that you can turn that into. Uh, so there, so there really is like a lot of benefit in in just kind of keeping these guys in the the in the stock in in your locker room, and then if you need to, if you want to, uh, flipping them to a quarterback needing team, quarterback needy team for assets down the road. So here's my prediction about Dalton. So I mentioned Nick Foles, right? So we're going on what year four of Mitchell Trubisky, right? Three, four. I imagine that the same thing is going to happen with Andy Dalton. Maybe it'll be in the maybe it'll be in New York with the the Giants. Maybe Daniel Jones doesn't necessarily reach the ceiling that everybody thought. Maybe he goes to be the the competition there, the veteran competition guy. Maybe he goes to Washington and Haskins is maybe not going, you know, figuring out things were there. Maybe it's in Cleveland. I, I know Matt Waldman it, it was expressing a lot of doubt about Baker's fit in Kevin Stefanski's offense. Maybe that's somewhere that he goes. Uh, he knows the division well. So I, I do imagine that at this time next year, Dalton will be a part of some kind of quarterback competition, but it won't be in Dallas. Um, before we go, Landon, uh, let's just kind of grade this positional group. I, I I personally think this is one of the best uh, positions on the entire Cowboys roster because I think Prescott's fantastic. Getting Dalton as the backup quarterback is incredible. Uh, if I had to give a grade on this position, I would say like a – Maybe A minus. The only thing keeping it back from an A is you just you're hoping Prescott can take the next step to become an elite elite passer. But between the backups, the the future guys, and Thorson and Danucci, I, I love this group. What do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and say an A with, because if if you know if Zach takes the next step to become the elite elite, then uh, well, I mean that's that's A plus, right? How could sure. that not be anything but A plus? So. Uh, for me, I think you you have to look at the top to bottom group. I mean, one of the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. You think I think Dak is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Period. And I think that you know Mike McCarthy is one of the better quarterback coaches. Uh, you know, quarterback guru types that's, in the league. That's fair. So, yeah. When you factor um, in the quarterback coaches as well, I, I I do think that boosts it up as well. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's one of the better groups in the league, top to bottom. You know, I think you know if you want to talk about individuals, Dax in the in the debate with whoever you're 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 mentioning. I mean, you know, he's not number one or number two quarterback in the league, but he's in that next tier. I yeah, think. I I think top seven, eight is very yeah, very yeah. fair. 
and then when you, when you add in everything else, uh, you know, it, it's an A. It'd be just because sure. of, of, you know, with the backup and all the room. So if he takes this next step, it's hard not to think this is an A-plus quarterback. I agree. I think it's probably the strongest overall group on the Cowboys roster. Uh, tomorrow we'll do Twitter questions. Wednesday we will come back and we will do our position preview on running backs. You know that's my favorite topic. I cannot wait to talk about running backs for a half an hour on the Locked on Cowboys podcast. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, that's it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Wherever you get your po- your podcast, I use po- Podcast Addict. Uh, does a fantastic job for Android. Uh, you can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. And I'm Marcus Mosier, and we will see you next time.